0: Jumping the gun. <laughs> That's what happens before coffee. Today, uh, after coffee. I'm on oh. my third cup, man. I, I'm i on three sips of coffee. <laughs> I, I did not sleep, so I'm on my third cup. So. Woo! Uh, yeah. We've been trying to do this podcast now for the last three days. It's been. And it just was not happening. Life sometimes just really gets in the way. Yeah. It just gets in the way. So we're doing it in the morning, which is bright and early it's so early and i have it i've had two sips of coffee and not much food yet but it's all good so i might be a little hyper just kind of sleepy kind of hyper you know that that (laughs) in between where you're you know it was kind of uh pivotal or kind of represents what we're talking about retro 70s it was sort of a happy time, sort of a sad time, sort of a... It was a weird era. I found it just a little bit kind of draining to look it up. There was a lot like, going on. There was. And did we introduce ourselves? I don't think we did, um, Kim. You tried to. I'm... Um, I'm not Michaela. <laughs> see, See? I don't know if it work. You're Michaela. That's this right. This is the Kimmick Podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, we should do backwards sometimes just to see if anybody would recognize. Is today I am Kim. Today I'm Michaela. Do you talk? You don't even talk like that. No, Hello, I, I don't. I'm Michaela. I'd have to sound really smart. <laughs> do I sound smart? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, good. She's just like the encyclopedia of facts. I and I, I just sit there and go, oh, I raced her so well. She's so smart. Oh, <laughs> well, good. Good. So good. Yeah, keep that up. <laughs> I'm glad somebody feels that way. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, the uh, 70s was a very interesting era. It really was. They uh, it was the first Earth Day in 1970, ooh. and we just celebrated Earth Day, which is kind of it's kind of cool that we picked this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they wanted to get back to nature mm-hmm. really bad. The colors, the the ugly. Yeah, <laughs> I like to just say they were kind of ooh. Well, yeah, because the the main uh-huh. colors of the 70s think like. It's should I tell you brown? Should I tell you? Let's see if I can Puke find it in green here. and burnt orange and like a mustard yellow. That's like what, what? Yeah, and maybe harvest. They like to say harvest. Oh. Here we go. Here we go. It was beige, mm, rust, avocado, harvest gold, but it really was burnt orange. Harvest gold. That's or is that that's like what, mustard yellow. Well, then they had mustard yellow. Oh, so they had both. <laughs> They didn't want to say they had orange, but the harvest gold really was kind of a burnt orange sort of look. You know, yeah, not a pretty bright fluorescent orange. That sort of not the happy orange I like, but like a yeah, an earth brown, earth brown, uh, or or poop poop brown. brown. That's what we like to call it. (laughs) Poop brown. It really is poop brown. Puke green. Yes. Yeah. Mustard yellow. Yeah. Burnt orange. Where's the green? It's the avocado. Oh, that's right. That's right. See, when they use different names, it throws me. (laughs) Who knows what it is? (laughs) I mean, avocado is very, uh, not the prettiest color, if I may say so. And if you put it with turquoise, (laughs) I don't know. Brown and turquoise was never my favorite choice. Green and avocado, green and turquoise. I like turquoise with purple. And I like hot pink. Yeah. Hot pink looks really cool. Or even black. Uh, I love it like that. But when you throw a brown in there with it, it's just, ah. yeah. And then they had all these like weird shapes. Like, let's do octagon shapes as a pattern, which was just, throw a turquoise and a brown in that. And it was just like, yikes. I would never decorate my house like the 70s. I'll just put that out there. Uh, The aesthetic of the 70s is definitely not my personal taste. Mm -hmm. Now, the music of the 70s, that's a different matter altogether. Yeah. There was some lots of good music coming out of the 70s. I actually Mm -hmm. had a hard time picking because I'm like, oh, but this band. Oh, but this band. (sighs) There is a lot of good music coming out in the 70s. Well, I was trying to do what was the top song Of each, you know, the 70, 71, everything, and the top uh, song. And boy, it was like, it took me so long just to try and write all that down. I thought, "Uh, I'm not going to go there. Mm -hmm. So I ended up, like, pulling my page out and starting over. Because I thought, if you guys want to know what the top songs were, (laughs) the top music, I don't want to bore you with the list. Yeah, this is, we're just going to skim... Yeah, the the decade. We're skimming. We're having fun. That's right. This is this isn't a history lesson. (laughs) Like, like Michaela's like, let's not make it a history lesson because that's what they got history podcasts for. We're We're not not a history podcast. No, (laughs) we're just we're gonna touch on some things that were happening in the era just to give some like context Mm -hmm. to some of the stuff we're talking about. But that's it. Yeah, it's skimming over the surface. Right. Like for word of the week, I wasn't even going to pick a word of the week. I picked lingo of the seventies. Woo! So let's just go into that. That sounds fun. So number one, I got skitty. Skitty. I got a skitty. I got a skitty. S K I T T Y means I have to hurry and leave. Like I s- got a skedaddle. Like Skidaddle. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was asking Michaela, do you guys use that? Uh, <laughs> no. Nope. No. See, I'm in this like weird in-between age right now where I'm no longer like a hip youngster. Yeah. So I don't know all the new lingo, but the lingo I use is a little outdated, Mm -hmm. but it's not that outdated. So I'm in this like weird in-between age that you get where Mm -hmm. you're not quite hip anymore, but you're also not like old. Yeah, well, I was the end of the baby boomers, mm-hmm. and well, so, I'm, I'm the, I'm end the of last. The millennials. I'm the last one, so uh, the generation X was me. Mm. I was pretty much the X. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so uh, like I got a skitty. Uh, I heard older people saying that all the time, but no, I didn't use that. Mm. You know, I was like. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten—right in there. Just that awkward, ugly duckling stage mm, where preteens. Ooh, that's a—that is so rough on so many people. I—I I never really knew anybody that really just said, "Woo, my uh, teen years were just the most jolliest that I could ever remember." It's usually ugly duckling. You know, you're not really a kid. You're not. You're not an adult. You're in that I'm trying to find my own style and. It was just awkward. There's just so, awkward. so much. Yeah. The end of Hormones. the teens is okay. <laughs> yeah. The end of the teens is okay. Like once you start getting like 16 still a little rough, but once you start getting like 17, 18, that's when well, you, you get a little bit more balanced, I think. And you start realizing what you want to pursue in life. When Sometimes. you're in your teens, you're just, you really don't have a clue. <laughs> you're you, trying to look to everybody else, trying to figure out what you are what you did and what you should do. And and nobody yeah. else has a clue either. That's what exactly. you find out. It's really fun. And then that's kind of, oh, yeah, a little scary. So I got a skiddy. I didn't use it. She never used <laughs> nope. it. It's kind of a dying out thing. It's pretty much dead. Later days. Um, later days. Goodbye or farewell. We still use later days. Hmm. Um it's it, on The weekenders. Yeah, it was very popular on the Disney show The Weekenders. Right. So. Uh, far Out was a very cool, it was very cool in a weird way. That's what it meant. And it seemed like it really became popular because of John Denver. But nobody ever, my the people I hung out with, we never said that word. No. No. I mean, nowadays, I feel like you might see it on a. 70s style like t-shirt you know sometimes they have retro style t-shirts then you might see far out but no one actually says it you know and it seems like every state or whatever has their own lingo but when i was in my teens the only thing that's closest to far out was we used to say ways out which Mm -hmm. meant just kidding jk just kidding um we'd always say you know you know, oh, your hair looks crappy, ways out, you know. That meant I'm just joking with you. Huh, it's way out there, you know. What I said was just way out there. But I can't, that was kind of popular down in Colorado, in Denver, but I was living in Wyoming. No one ever said ways out. No one wouldn't even know what you're talking about. So it seemed like every state or anything had their own lingo. Depends on what group you're hanging around with. Oh, totally. I mean, so moving from Wyoming to Colorado, there was definitely a difference in lingo Mm -hmm. because I I moved while we were we. Well, I was (laughs) in high school. Yeah. Um, And there was definitely a difference in lingo. I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, the ones that took caught me off guard was dope. For things that are cool, like saying, that's so dope, man. And I'm like, right. Huh? For, that's awesome. And then dank for something that's tasty, I think. I'm trying to think. It's been like 10 years at this point. But yeah, being like, oh, that's a dank sandwich means it's a delicious sandwich. Right. Those were, there was a couple where I'm like, what are you saying? Because no one in wyoming at the time spoke like that right like and when when we moved into colorado and i started working um and you hear it a lot in colorado more is and i still use it but i hear it all the time was no worries no worries yes we say that all the time I you do. know no worries you know, if mm-hmm. someone gets in your way or whatever you know oh excuse me no worries uh that's still mine And Mm. it just means you're you're good. Everything's cool. So, but as we found out, like her daughter, she's bringing in a whole new uh, lingo. They have their own lingo. Oh, yeah. Every generation has their lingo. So uh, the next one is confab uh, to have a conversation or to discuss, you know, confab. I never used it much, but that was a big one. Uh, Get your groove on was to dance and we use that but that was long ago it it really got outdated in the circle of friends that i but you know get your groove (laughs) you're gonna go we say cut a rug (laughs) let's go cut a rug Uh, dance yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) she's just like i don't know uh, what do you say let's go dance let's go dance (laughs) (laughs) well i suppose the term could be like clubbing nowadays, like let's go clubbing. Right, right, right. For going out and dancing. Yeah. I don't go uh, clubbing, so that culture is very odd to me. And then we had jive talking, which is foolish chatter. Do you <laughs> all you jive talking? You know Bee Gees made that <laughs> that little saying pretty big. Uh I love the Bee Gees. <laughs> my group of friends we never say... We'd say just jiving with you or just kidding too. Um, we we never, you know, foolish clatter, jive talking. Yeah, you know. huh. So, um, space cadet, we would say that a lot. Just yeah. an airhead or a goofy person. You know, that person's way out. That's still... He's, he's a space cadet. A little common, not super common, but... Yeah. That one, I recognized more than some of the other ones where I'm like, what is it? Huh? Mm-hmm. Then there was bugged out or freaked out, meant freaked out. And as much as I dislike bugs, I can so relate to bugged out. That's <laughs> a good equivalent. It's yeah. a very good equivalent. Yeah. Bugs equal uh, freaked out. But my, out. my friends just said freaked out. I'm really freaked out about this or something. So we didn't use bugged out. And then there's square biz. Means we're in agreement. Square biz. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> what about a circle? Why does it have to be a square? I don't know. What is your square of relevance? I of don't the know. Square. It was hip to be square. Is it? The, is it the right angles? Is it hip to be square? I'm oh, not. Uh, it's only hip to be square if you're Huey Lewis. I. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, we never found the square people. All that hip, no. but um, we. It seems like every uh, group thought they were cool. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. Especially as We a had teenager. the socias. We had the... You think your group is the coolest. That's yeah. just the way it is, especially as a teenager. You got that yeah. weird, young arrogance where you think you know everything and you think that you're the you think you're hip, thing. And then you find out you're part of the nerd club and then you're like, oh, I'm that club. I don't know, we had the nerds, the associates, the outcasts, the... Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. has their kind of hierarchy of of groups, I think. Oh, yeah. You Every it. high school does. It yeah, doesn't yeah, matter where yeah. you go. There's always the groups. You got your sports people. Yes. Yeah. And then you got your drama kids. The drama. And then you got your, like, weird anime kids. See, we didn't have anime, but... Yeah, yeah. We, we had, like, we, the weird anime kids. We had the nerds. I kind of, like, yeah. floated between... I guess, all the outcast groups because I was a part of the drama group. I was a part of the weird anime nerd group. I was part of, like, the music group and the, like, English nerd group. And I just kind of, like, floated around. Yeah, was definitely a misfit toy. Oh, what we call, Um So I always hung with kind of outsider people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in, in choir, so I was kind of the music geek, mm-hmm. um, but really didn't fit. But I was friends with... I had friends that were sports people, Me cheerleaders, too. and I just kind of floated. and Yeah, I was a floater, um, too. Yeah. But I didn't hang with them. Like, I didn't hang with the cheerleaders. I didn't hang with the sports people. Mm. I was I hung with my little misfit toy group. Oh, yeah. And we had everything in there. It was usually uh, our group was what bonded us was we all kind of came from sort of troubled backgrounds. Um, one one of our friends, her mom was divorced and her mom was working all the time. Um, a big thing in this era too was latchkey kids. We really were kind of the lost ones. My mom and dad worked hard to put food on our table. And we. I was the cook. I was the cook. The, I'd stand on a, a bench just to cook. <laughs> Uh, I had three brothers and they were always hungry. So I learned to cook at a very young age. I feel like that culture really kind of, it persisted through the nineties, not so much in the two thousands. I think they tried to get away from that, but there was a big gap of generations of kids just kind of raising themselves. Yeah. But that definitely bled over into the nineties and I think influenced The 90s, not so much the 2000s, but definitely the 90s. Mm -hmm. Because that's what they're saying about the Generation X is kind of like the middle child,
1: the Mm -hmm. middle
0: child who everybody forgets. And I definitely felt that. So even though I'm at the very end of the baby boomers, I am really I feel like I was a Generation X kid. See, I'm I'm different, whereas I'm at the end of the millennials Mm -hmm. But I don't, I am not, I don't feel like a Gen Z kid. I am definitely millennial. millennial. Yeah. Even though it's like, I'm right Mm -hmm. at the end of millennial, but everything that happened with that generation, that's more what I experienced. Mm -hmm. So I definitely am more millennial than Gen Z. Well, and I was a stay-at-home mom. So she always had me there, always. Mm. Because I did not want to do what my mom did. Even though I mean we paid the price, we were poor as church mice, but but it was okay. My kids were always um, with their mom when they got home from school. I always had baked goods for you guys, and I was the the um, classroom mom, the classroom mom who would always bring the treats and stuff. So and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was wonderful. Not everybody can be a housewife and yeah. and. But it was probably some of my happiest years, just when I'm very creative, crafty and homey. I'm a home bod. You really are. I really am. You like being at home. I do. I enjoy. Mm. I like making it a very nice place to, to be very um, homey. Yes. <laughs> For lack of a better word. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that one. Well, I'm going to pick my first song. You should. Let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, of course, I picked an ELO song. <gasps> ELO was just my my happy, my little escape pod from sadness and everything. Um, but the, the Discovery album—it's so good out in the late seventies. <laughs> it's so good. It's one of my favorites. And personally. I love that album. All the songs. I noticed I already picked um, "You Shine a Little Love in My Life," and it's one of my so favorites. I decided to pick "Last Train to London." Oh. Because I always dreamed of going to London when I was in the 70s. My, I liked Monty Python. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little later. But um, London, I wanted to be there. I wanted to go there and visit there. and, and just I liked the humor of, of England. And I liked just the style. Like I had a cool style going on. And I loved the music that was coming out of there, too. Well, and I mean, during this time, this is post-British invasion, so there was a big, heavy English influence in the States at the time. You know, you had the Beatles, you had the Who, you had Monty Python. Where we were isolated from that before. Exactly. And then, you know, 60s came, the floodgates opened, and then availability of British entertainment was so readily available at that time, so that makes perfect sense. Yeah, that I was in my teens, so you'd be like, that was what was influencing me the most. Britain! Oh, yeah. They seem so cool. They have a cool accent, too. I know, right? And they sound so proper. <laughs> so proper. <laughs> and we're just not. Yeah. <laughs> so, Last Train to London by ELO. Go! Last Train to London by ELO, or Electric Light Orchestra. They were so cool, because they had the space theme going on, and all the lights, and very disco-y sound, which I loved, and Mm -hmm. I just, I definitely gravitated heavily to ELO. That album is so good. I mean, I really like all of the ELO albums, but... Discovery. My favorite, it's a tie between Discovery and Time. I love Time so much. And Out of the Blue out of came the out really in the 70s, which was so, so, so good. Like Out um, of the Blue is really good, but I just, discovery. I love Discovery and Time. Yeah. Just, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Shall what I, I pick prefer- my first oh, song? Please. So I... As I mentioned, I had so many song picks as I started going into it because the 70s was essentially the start of the punk era. Mm -hmm. You know, you're coming out of the 60s. There was a lot of war going on and a lot of people were not in great financial state at the time. There was a lot of housing issues in England, especially. So a lot of people were just kind of angry So with good reason, with good reason, with good reason, there was a lot going on and a lot of people kind of felt that the peace love hippie movement wasn't really getting stuff done. And they're like, Mm -hmm. okay, we need a different approach to get our voices heard. And that's where punk came in was just random people who didn't have much musical background, just picking up instruments as a way to get their voices heard. And Generation X, that middle child, I need to be heard. Mm-hmm. So. And so I'm going to start out with one of, there's so many punk icons that came to be through the 70s. It's a really exciting time musically, I think, mm-hmm. because they were just trying to reinvent something. They were trying to get heard. They were trying to get things happening positively for themselves and the lower class people. But the first song I picked is Vicious by Lou Reed. And this was off of the Transformer album, which came out in 72, which is one of the most iconic albums of the era. Mm -hmm. So this is Vicious by Lou Reed. Go. by lou reed let's talk about the style the fashion okay big things were bell bottom pants Mm. and we also had the elephant bells is what we call it where they're huge all the way from your hips (laughs) down which was not a a very good look for short people (laughs) (laughs) i looked short and stumpy just really yeah Big pants, tall chicks looked really rad in those big, big elephant belts. But bell bottoms for sure. Levi's had the bell bottoms and everything. Those are coming back. Bell I bottoms are not surprised. Coming back. That's the way fashion is. It's it cycles. It, it always comes back yeah. around. So just hold on to your old stuff. Mm-hmm. It'll be popular again. Oh yeah, bell bottoms are in right now. <clears throat> kind of like the the ratty bell bottom look I remember from the two thousands. Because it was good in the '70s, yeah. it came back in the 2000s. Now we're in the 2020s, and it's coming back. So I'm just holding on to my skinny jeans because I know here in about probably ten years they'll be in again. So do it. And everything was high waisted. We had high waisted pants. Oh yeah, that's in right now. Ugh. they're they're getting higher. I they're like low. Higher. I have no in between. I have ribs and I have hip bones and maybe a a quarter of an inch of waist waist yes so i wore guide jeans the uh, levi's 501 button fly jeans were my style from ever. <laughs> i i don't wear them anymore they're so expensive levi's are really a lot but i would love to go back to that because they fit nice so i'd borrow my brother's pants <laughs> Mom, can i borrow your pants <laughs> like now <laughs> but it, then i just started getting my own but Levi's, 501, button flat. Yes. Um, Frayed jeans became popular. And midi skirts, not mini, midi, which is below the knee and to the mid calf right in Hmm. there. Which still, I still like that look. Was that, and then like in the 80s, we started putting on the big uh, shoulder pads. Yeah. But can be kind of a cool look. Um, if you're looking for a job, so yeah. Um, maxi dresses. Big, like, yeah. It just makes me a, think of maxi pads. Yeah. Uh, tie dye was big, peasant blouses and ponchos. And this is kind of funny because ponchos. ponchos, which was, uh, but I wanted this rainbow poncho really, really bad. And my mom's like, nope, I'm not buying you that. And I'm like but I really, really like it. And she's like, okay, I'll buy it for you, but you're paying me back. And so I was like doing chores and everything for this poncho that I wore like once. Yep. I wore it at the school and my friends were going, what's with that? And I was like, okay, that's, guess that's not a popular look. And that poncho that I saved the money for, I wore like once, maybe twice. It was a waste of money. Ponchos. I just ponchos. The, the only time I ever wore a poncho after that was when I went hunting. And we would wear like a rain poncho when you're out you know, hunting. So yeah, I I hunted for a while. I can shoot a gun. I, I, can, I can actually um, hunt it, kill it, uh, skin it, gut it everything butcher it and cook it so (laughs) one of my sister-in-law says if there's an apocalypse i'm coming for you because you know how to survive (laughs) truth that is truth um there was chokers which you guys really went into the chokers oh yeah the chokers came out pretty heavy in i'd say probably 2000s chokers came back pretty heavy yeah they're coming back again now which is fun i mm-hmm. like chokers yeah we did we did the choker thing um they had headbands which i never did that was like mm. it always made me think of olivia newton john and the and that exercise video that she did uh, yeah. i can't remember i was asking you about that Abe. i should have looked at But uh, headbands yeah um and it always reminded us of exercising because they were terry cloth then. I think I just have, like, a really weird-shaped head, and the reason why I say that is because when I was a child, we had a couple headbands, and I don't know why, but every single time I wore a headband, it snapped. Every single time. It didn't matter what I did. I didn't mess with it. It's just every, I just, it always snapped. Well, Naruto made it kind of more popular again, too, when they had the the Naruto headband. Yeah that's different though. When you when you guys were kids oh that was kind of a big yeah, deal yeah, there. yeah. it was physical let's get physical that was the song and <laughs> yeah. they're doing exercises in that in yeah. that video yeah uh scarfs were big and that kind of bled over into the 80s too a little bit mm-hmm. we would take bandanas and we'd tie a knot into them and tie them around her neck or we'd have scarves just in the v Mm -hmm. shape and then we started decorating them too but that's more set 80s thing But Mm -hmm. of course we were in wyoming and that was more popular there well Um, the styles where you live yeah it definitely depends on where you live and then the styles evolve definitely because there are traces of the 60s and the 70s obviously and right likewise for in the 80s in the 80s so you just kind of revamp what was already hit but you kind of change it into your own and then it just sort of evolves over time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the jewelry was usually made of wood and um stones and feathers and beads because it was really about nature a lot of things mm-hmm. was about the earth so anything that was that color or earthy. seemed very earthy like stones and was hmm. huge um i remember feathers feathers were big um, there was a uh, low and high boots and leather bags. And usually the high heels were thick. They were thick heels back mm. then. Um, feathered hair was the thing. Everybody wanted the feathered hair look. Um, corduroy were huge. Corduroy. I had corduroy pants. I had a corduroy blazer, which I really liked, which was definitely earth color. I had one that was... Uh, it was like tweed that had a style on it. Sounds kind of ugly, but it was actually really kind of cool looking. It actually sounds pretty cool looking. Yeah. I do have yeah. a corduroy blazer that's plum purple, yeah. and I do love that yeah. one. Yeah, There's mine- just that sound of corduroy, and I can hear it in my head when you wear it, and it's like... Oh, whoosh, 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 whoosh. yes. And then you get that bald spot right there. Yep. Yeah. yep. Beefier legs. Yep. Okay. Um, circular sunglasses was the big thing. Mm. Big, uh, We had big glasses. Big, big glasses. And let's see, we could just kind of go into the popular things. as well. Well, why don't we pick a song real quick? Oh, do. It's your I'll turn. let you pick this time. Oh, but it's your turn. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I picked Lights by Sticks. Um, Sticks was huge for me. My brothers were into Sticks, and mm. I loved the band Sticks. Um, so I. Picked lights off of the Cornerstone album, and it's one of my favorites. Lights by sticks. And I was telling Michaela, that the thing that I love about this song is, you know, it's about following your dreams. It's about the thing that makes you shine, that makes you happy and, and light up. And everybody around him in the song is telling him, you know, slow down, you're moving too fast. Why don't you go to the island to relax? Why don't you do all this to relax? And they're saying, put the lights. Give me something, you know, give me the lights, give me entertainment. That's my love. That is the thing that makes me happy and makes me relaxed is music and singing and performing. And I was telling her that's that's me. Music has always been my thing, whether I put it on the back burner 17 times or whatever. I always go back to that. It gives me something. Music is my escape. It's my happiness. It is my unwinding. So Mm. Uh, this song is like, I feel it's me. This, it mm-hmm. represented me. And sticks to me had a fabulous sound. Sticks just is so good. Phenomenal. I'm so happy I got to see him in concert. And I got to see him at Red Rocks, which was, mm-hmm. it gave me chills. There was songs where I was literally singing and crying. And I was trying to film it, but I was like, I'm singing with them too. So you pretty much just hear me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I didn't care. It was It was magical so there's always that band that kind of does that for you so i thought in this just this moment real quick i was going to say haters and players out there i love you i'm sorry for all the crap that that you've gone through it's it's unfortunate everybody deserves the best family the best love the best everything But for some reason in our lives, we end up getting stuff that we didn't count on when we were born and no one counts on that. Um, But the key to really surviving in the world is to remember that we all shine. We all have light inside us, all of us. And if you're sucking the life or the light out of someone else, you're just robbing them of the light and you're robbing yourself of your own light. It doesn't really work that way. And that's, it seems like we have just this sea of everybody, you know, hating on each other and everything. If we can learn anything from the 70s, that's not where it's at. You know, we all shine. We are all awesome and wonderful in our own way. So get out there and love. So, yeah. What's your song? Speaking of bands that speak to us that we love deeply, I picked a song by The Clash. Because The Clash is just... One of my all time favorite bands, Joe Strummer is my biggest hero in life because he just loved people and cultures and learning about other people and exploring the world and just embracing humanity was his big thing. And even as the punk era came to be during this time, a lot of it was about, you know, finding a voice for the voiceless which was really important at this time when, you know, there was there was a lot of not-so-awesome stuff going on. But they were finding themselves and finding their voice and taking their space, which I think is really awesome and something that we can all learn is, you know, you deserve to take up space because you're a person and you deserve to have your own voice and to speak up for yourself. And if we learn anything from the punk movement, I think that... We learned that it's okay to take up space and it's okay to have your own voice and to embrace who you are. Yeah. Because everybody shines. Mm -hmm. Everybody. You can deny it and you can, you know, sit there and throw your baggage on other people because that's what hate is. All you're doing is you're taking all this crap that's happened to you and you're making someone else carry it. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. It's not okay. And you don't want to suck the shine from someone else. You know, we're all like... uh, jewels in a crown you sit there and you rob one of the jewels all you left is a hole we're all meant to shine and be beautiful and together we're so amazing mm-hmm. so yeah i agree let's listen to this song this is clash city rockers by the clash which came out around 1977 yeah let's go city rockers by the clash that's so good (laughs) that's one of those bands that whenever i come back to them you just feel that warmth in your chest You're coming home oh it's just love i love that band (laughs) so they had popular things going on in the 70s Mm. one was partying in a roller disco oh that's fun We, we had like roller skates you know that was big uh waiting for the phone Everybody was waiting on the phone. My my (laughs) girlfriend and I would watch Monty Python on the phone together and make comments. And we would always hear my mom, my dad, someone, I need to use the phone. That was always big. And then you go, oh, got to go. Yeah. Uh, Watching cartoons was a big thing. Still like cartoons. Uh, Taking turns fixing the TV because the rabbit ears would always like all of a sudden get distorted. And then they'd say, oh, go over there and hold the rabbit ears or move the rabbit ears or, and then they say, Oh, it's perfect. Stand there. And you're like, okay, I'll stand here for a little bit, but then you're taking your turn. Mm -hmm. So yeah, taking turns, uh, wearing bold and kind of colorful clothes. We started wearing a lot of that and typewriting click, 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 click anybody <laughs> Ding. we all knew how yes <laughs> and the white out little piece of paper that you have to put in there and then click that letter to get that letter out mm-hmm. yeah, that Changing was a, the ink ribbon a lot of fun there Whoa. Mm-hmm. and then there was always that dead key there was always one oh, and, then get, and then they get and then they get stuck together and then you have to undo it and then you got ink Got in your hands. It was a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, There was popular movies like Star Wars was big. It's still big. I think that's really cool. Oh, man. Um, I remember Star Wars. Star Wars Mm. came and never left. It did. You had Superman. You had The Godfather, uh, Jaws, Rocky, Fiddler on the Roof, and Blazing Saddles and everything. Um, TV shows was Columbo, M.A.S.H., uh saturday night live which is still going on which is cool little house on the prairie walton's happy days happy days i love we, happy, uh, happy days, days. <laughs> that i was love good. happy days so the much. music is uh, you light up my life by debbie boone it spent 10 weeks at number one wow yeah it was the biggest selling single of the decade which i've I'm wow. surprised. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, How deep was your love by the Bee Gees? Uh, 33 weeks on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, Close to You by the Carpenters and Bridge Over Troubled Water by Garfunkel. Joy to the World. Silly Little Love Songs by the Wings. And the things that were happening was the Beatles broke up in April 10th of 1970. But we we listened to Beatles all through the 70s. You know, and then they got the Watergate scandal. We had Apollo 13. And I was telling her that we were always watching someone on the moon at school or anything. They'd get that big clunky television set and we'd all sit in there and watch that. That was pretty cool. Um, There was the Vietnam War and the anti-war movement. We had gay liberation movement and the end of the civil rights movement. There was so much going on in the 70s. It's, I mean, every decade... There really is a lot going on. There always is. And I just like it. There's so much. Mm-hmm. But should I pick my last song? You should. Since we talked about the Beatles breaking up, I picked Let It Be by the Beatles because they were a huge influence on me growing up in the 70s, being that teen. Mm-hmm. And this song really, really, really helped me through a lot of uh, tough times. Just just let it be. Everything will work out. Um I came from a a religious uh, background. So he talks about his mother, Mary, but um, it just, it's a very, very soothing song for me. So yeah, let it be by the Beatles. Let's go. Let it be by the Beatles, 1970. So yeah, uh-huh. we could just talk real quick about kind of what was going on. Uh, like a new house was 23,450. Minimum wage was two dollars. I have to get a while to save that up. Yeah. New car was 3,450 uh let's see movie ticket was a dollar 55 gas was 36 cents a gallon mm. postage stamps were six cents sugar was sugar <laughs> speaking of sugar, sugar. congratulations sugar <laughs> i know he started his d-day tour it was 39 cents for a five pound bag of sugar oh those were the days <laughs> milk was 62 cents a gallon coffee was a dollar oh a dollar 90 a pound so a dollar 90 a pound Eggs were $0.59 a dozen. Oh, that was nice. And bread was $0.25 a loaf. Now it's $2. I mean, I think yesterday I paid for gas at $3.50 a gallon. Yeah. I miss those little days of cheap gas. Yeah, but, I mean, you were also making $2 an hour, so it It it, all evens out. It kind of does. It It seems like it was better, but if you look at the logistics of everything, it's like, uh, eh. I was telling her, I says, everybody put an owl on it, so if you liked (laughs) it, you should have put an owl on it, because everything was owls and mushrooms with the, the earth thing. Yes. And it's true. You'd see owls everywhere and then we had mr owl and the tootsie pop you know they he was the t- tootsie pop mascot mm. and she says they still have that commercial they still you know? have that commercial how which... many licks does it take to get to the tootsie roll center of the tootsie pop gosh how many years that's the like 60 never years almost yes yeah wow yeah that's an old one macrame macrame and i was telling her i tried to uh, in my art class, we're going to make macrame girls and boys. So I was like, "Sure." Well, explain um, what it is. What is macrame? Is macrame. it's uh, twine that you uh, braid together, and you could put beads and feathers and stuff on it to make a picture. And okay. making owl macramé was really popular. Okay. so um, we tried that, and mine was so <laughs> ugly that <laughs> she goes, "You could hang it on the wall." And I'm like, "The only where it, the only place it's going to hang is in the garbage." So <laughs> yeah, macrame. I was you either got it, you don't got it. Yeah. that was one thing I really didn't get. Um, the dolls of the of the era were there was the dawn dolls which were kind of small and they were really huge. And I even had a little Dawn doll. They were reasonably priced. And then they had the Chrissy dolls with the growing hair. Like you'd push like the back of her on on her back and you could pull out her hair and make her hair longer, which I was like, whoa, I always wanted long hair. So I always thought that was kind of cool. It is, (laughs) but I mean, it's just kind of weird. However, that being said, I did have a Barbie that did that. Okay. I did have a Barbie that did okay. that. And then, you know, my generation, the 90s, we had the Cabbage Patch kids that ate food, which I always thought was really weird. You had the shaving can. That was cool. That was so that cool. Was cool. We had shaving magic can. shaving can, magic shaving can, can. cabbage patch dolls that Hi, like can. snack on stuff. And different uh, things. Ken from Vicks, yes. They went to Taiwan <gasps> yesterday, today. Safe travels. Oh, Safe, they already got there. They're fine. Oh, good. Safe travels for Unwoo, too. He's, he's traveling, too. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we had a lot of, like, those weird things. We had the baby dolls that, like, peed and pooped and stuff. You no, know, I never those was a fan yeah. of those. Everything is tinkly. Yeah. I don't like tinkly things. Um, a Rubik's Cube came out, and I didn't write what his name, but that came out in the 70s. Mm. Um, boggle, the game Boggle, and Masterpiece Board Game, which is you try to find which one is the counterfeit painting, oh. which... That's kind of cool. I found mine at a garage sale. That's <laughs> It's really old, but all the pieces were there, and yeah. Some I might, like Boggle. I like I Boggle. I love Boggle. Yeah. And, uh, like words. So Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Guess it's time for my last song, is it? It is. So I picked, even though last week we picked a Ramones song, I picked a Ramones song as well. Because I feel like y- you can't talk about the 70s and you can't talk about the punk movement in the 70s without talking about the Ramones. They were just so pivotal and influential at the time. And uh, just I love the Ramones. So I picked the song, Do You Remember Rock and Roll Radio, because it talks about the turn of the 70s into the 80s, how times were changing, music was changing. So I picked this song, even though technically it came out in 1980. It's okay. is semantics. So this is Do You Remember Rock and Roll Radio by the Ramones. Let's go. remember rock and roll radio by the Ramones yes I do I was a huge radio girl Uh, now it it was really kind of fitting that she picked a Ramones and I I picked a Ramones last week because they really really were my happy they were my party music they were my happy and they helped me through just that I just couldn't stop crying because there was just so much sadness on the 19th for me and for the world um that Ramones, just put on heavy Ramones for hours, and I felt so much better by the time Mm -hmm. that was done. So yay! So I was going to talk a little bit about seventies cartoons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I loved. I still love cartoons. cartoons. I like those really old school classic cartoons that are so old that yours too. The, yeah, the black and white, and oh, yeah, you yeah. get those. You can get those collections for like five bucks I love that this. have just classic cartoons, and yeah. they're so weird. But and the disclaimers of like this does not reflect world views anymore because it was made in the thirties, and you're like, well, yeah. There was one cartoon that was so weird. I I can't even remember the name of it, but it's a cartoon. But then they have human lips Ugh. and like human Ugh. eyes. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> just no. And you can see the human Ugh. lips. You know, like, kind of like Rocky Horror Picture Show or something. I yeah. don't know. They have just, like, these lips. And it was so so weird. Much. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's nightmare fuel. Nope. Um, Scooby-Doo was huge. And we are huge Scooby-Doo fans <laughs> in this house. Yes. Love, love, love. That was from 69 to 78 was, Scooby-Doo, where are you? I love Scooby-Doo. And if I spent the night at a friend's house, we were Scooby-Doo. always... Watching the Scooby-Doo Scooby-Doo's the is fantastic. And yeah. the fact that it's still around to this day. I mean, yeah, they've they changed, changed it, around, it and they changed but... it up. And I don't entirely agree with some of the newer versions of Scooby-Doo. But the music was always it's so Scooby-Doo's epic. Great. I mean, they had MXPX. And oh, so yeah. They, you know, just in like rocking. the early 2000s, they had um, What's New Scooby-Doo? Yeah, That was a good series. Yes. And all the music on Like they had... The Ramones on there. They had MXPX. They had Simple wow. Plan do the theme song. I mean, yes. come on. <laughs> just it's so go, good. Yeah, you couldn't go wrong with the music. I in love Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh, Tom and Jerry had a thing in 75. Mm. Um, Pink Panther was huge, <sighs> and Pink Panther was huge for me. I love Pink loved Panther. Pink Panther. I was like 69 to 78. Big two. And Hong Kong Fooey, which yeah. Michaela, I remember I do Hong remember Kong Fooey. Okay. Well, with the beginnings of Scooby-Doo and everything that was the big start of like Hanna-Barbera cartoons yeah and then I mean there's so many Hanna-Barbera cartoons there's the Flintstones they had so yeah. many yeah and a lot the we, Jetsons yeah there's a lot that you don't even most people nowadays don't know about but if you start going down like The history of Hanna Barbera cartoons, like, oh my gosh. We have so many comic books, loved them. We had the little big books, and Mm -hmm. uh, Josie and the Pussycats came out, right? Archie. Uh, We loved to read the comic strips in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. That was huge. And on Sunday, you had huge comics and they were colored. So I, I remember even when I was a kid, I loved comics. I mean, I still have my. Garfield collection because Garfield's like one of my favorites. Yeah. From, I mean, Garfield came out in like the 80s though, but still. cartoons always just cartoons. felt like a good escape. Yeah. And, and, uh, all the seriousness that was always around us and everything, but cartoons were just funny. You could just oh, laugh cartoons. your butt off. And, I and, still love and, cartoons. And, oh, Bugs Buddy is my dude. I love, I love Garfield. Bugs. Garfield's my He's man. so funny. Mm-hmm. So, so funny to me. I can just put on Bugs and laugh my my head off so yeah anyway that's it um, for us that's what we got um next week is going to be a surprise it's about surprise time for surprise which is kind of fun they're so fun i yeah. love surprise episodes yeah because you just never know exactly so we'll put out clues out there like we do but we love you guys take care love one another keep eating be strong mm. be fierce be lovely be kind to one another, and if you can't have a good day, don't be stealing someone else's good day. Mm-hmm. um But you guys shine, so keep on shining, keep on loving, keep on singing, mm-hmm. and dancing. You got this. I'm Kim, and I'm Michaela, and this was the kimmick Podcast. M- Bye, you guys. Goodbye, Love you. Bye, keys. Love you.